Welcome to our reflections for this week. I hope and pray that you know how amazing Jesus is and that he loves you so much. This week we as a nation have sadly seen the number of people with COVID increasing and at this time we need to keep them and all those serving in different ways in our thoughts and prayers. In this local area over this past week we have had to cope with a cold spell as it has been below zero every night. While this has meant frosty mornings and clear skies it has had its problems with ice on the pavements and the need to be extra careful when out and about. Sadly here at the manse we woke on Saturday morning to find that the pipes were frozen and when they eventually thought it transpired that one pipe had burst as the water began to pour through the ceiling. After a frantic time we got the water turned off and managed to mop up the flood. Thanks to help from various sources, neighbours, friends and a local plumber it has now been fixed and everything is fine once more. However, in dealing with this all day, it has meant that my original plan for this week's reflections has had to be delayed until next week. Thankfully, we are able to appreciate the words of Martin Fair today, whose reflection is, as always, very inspiring. During his reflection on the beginning of Mark chapter 1. So let us hear our reading for today, which is from Mark chapter 1, verses 1 to 11. The beginning of the good news about Jesus, the Messiah, the Son of God, as it is written in Isaiah the prophet, I will send my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way. A voice of one calling in the wilderness, Prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. And so John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. The whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem went out to him, confessing their sins. They were baptised by him in the river Jordan. John wore clothing made of camel's hair with a leather belt round his waist and he ate locusts and wild honey. And this was his message. After me comes the one more powerful than I, the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptise with water but he will baptise you with the Holy Spirit. At that time, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptised by John in the Jordan. Just as Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, whom I love, with you. I am well pleased. Amen. 
when I was completing my training and preparation for ministry, I felt absolutely open to where God would have me serve. And so I well remember a prayer that went something like this, Lord, I'll go anywhere you would have me go. I'll serve anywhere you would have me serve, as long as it's in Glasgow. Well, I was from Glasgow, of course, and it seemed natural enough to me that I would minister there. But we all come to learn at one point or another that when it comes to offering ourselves in service to the Almighty, we don't get to put down conditions. Rather, if we're going to say, I'm ready to serve, then we leave the rest to God. Well, maybe I had to learn that lesson. Or maybe God has a wry sense of humour. Either way, I find myself serving in a very different place and called to the east coast of Scotland and to the lovely county of Angus and the town of Arbroath. Not even nearly Glasgow. Well, despite the surprise, we've never been disappointed about coming to the east coast and to the beautiful county of Angus. It really does have everything. Stunning coastline, wonderful mountains and glens, and lovely villages and towns. And of course, for us, our growth has been at the heart of that. You know, when the sun's shining, it really is as nice as anywhere. The old harbour uh, turned into a marina now. It's a beautiful spot to spend some time. I have to say, before coming here, I didn't know much at all about our growth. Other than, of course, that it had a, a famous abbey, that its football team holds the world record for the highest ever score, and that it is famous for the smoky, the Arbroath smoky. But most of all, it's the folk we've come to love, and not least the folks of the fishing community. Of course, there's not so much fishing goes on here nowadays, but living by the sea, you really can't escape its history and tradition. And I think the interesting thing is this, that in getting to know fishing folk, I think it's helped me to understand more those first followers of Jesus, who were, of course, themselves fishermen on the Sea of Galilee. And it's Mark's Gospel that tells us of their calling. That Jesus came to them, Simon, Andrew, James and John, and asked them to leave their nets and to follow him, that they might learn to fish for people. And doesn't it remain the calling of us, the followers of Jesus today, to be fishers of people, 
to speak of Jesus and his kingdom and to reach out with that net of God's love. I wonder if any of you have seen the new Disney Pixar animation Soul. The action focuses on one particular character known simply as 22. 22 has lost all sense of who she is. No passion for life, no spark as it's put, and without any sense of what her purpose is. I wonder if there's a sense in which the church might have lost something of its sense of purpose. Certainly those first disciples, those fishermen, knew absolutely that they were there to make known the name of Jesus. That was their passion. But even before those first disciples, there was one whose very existence was defined by that purpose to make Christ known. John the Baptist, of whom we read this morning, established himself at the Jordan River and there he called people to prepare themselves by a baptism of repentance to ready themselves for the one who was to come. And of the one John said this, the one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. And as we find it in the Gospel of John, at the end of the third chapter, we have this from John. I must become less. Christ must become more. John knew that his purpose was to point to Christ. Of course, a lesser person might have struggled with that. The evidence makes clear that John had become popular. Many people came to him at the river. Many people became his followers. And yet, he pointed them to Jesus. Friends, this account of the ministry of John the Baptist in pointing others to Jesus is so right for us now, as is the account of those first fishermen, those first disciples, those first followers of Jesus. Here at the start of a new year, might it be that we can recommit ourselves to this whole business of pointing towards Jesus, of sharing the love of Jesus of encouraging others to become followers of Jesus. See, it's not about us. Always it's about Jesus. If the church becomes so concerned with its own survival, with its own life, that it loses sight of that, then it loses the right to be called the church at all. We exist to point towards Jesus. Jesus just as 
John the Baptist so long ago. Let that be true in this new year and in all that will follow. We point to Jesus. Shall we pray? Loving God, we humbly bow before you, so aware of the wonderful call that each one of us has to point to Jesus. We are far from perfect, but through our words and our actions, we can point to Jesus, who is perfect and who we appreciate so much. We are grateful to you for all that you have done for us. We are so amazed that you are willing to use us in ways that we cannot dream or even imagine. May all that we do bring you glory in ways which we may or may not be even aware of. Father God, this is a real privilege to be your children and to know your forgiveness for those times when we do not point people to Jesus. Because sometimes we get so focused on our own priorities that we forget your gentle calling to walk with you and serve you naturally in different ways. Sometimes we also get so worried that you will call us to do something far beyond what we are able to do. And so we are not even willing to take the first step along the path that you put before us. And yet, you have promised that you will remain with us and that you will give us the strength and the ability to do all that you are calling us to do. Wonderful Father, we graciously experience your love and strength as we take the steps along the path that you put before us a path that you encourage us to walk along, all the time walking with Jesus. May we grow each day with him, and with love and gentleness point all people to our amazing Saviour, Jesus. Father, there is nothing that is impossible for you, and so we bring all our concerns to you. We are so aware of the heart-breaking situations that exist at this time. Bless with strength and healing the people in hospital, at home or in a care home, who are ill and weak. Bless with reassurance the people who feel panic because of the events in their lives or the wider world. Bless with your comfort the people who have lost loved ones due to various reasons, including COVID. May all people look to Jesus and find in him the hope and peace which we all need. Loving God, in these difficult times for all in our nation and in our world, in days which are full of uncertainties, please give your strength and protection to those serving in our health service, to those providing care in the community or in nursing homes, to those in the different parts of government, to those in the emergency services, and to all those who are helping with resilience groups in our communities. And may we all seek to do our part 
to support one another as we continue along this unknown road. Gracious God, we thank you for your wonderful care for us and that we always know that you walk with us throughout these uncertain days. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So as we remember Jesus and all that he has done for us and that our calling is to point to him, let us sing the hymn, In Christ Alone My Hope Is Found.
So let us remember to live our lives so that in all that we say and do, we are pointing to Jesus, our Lord and our Saviour. And until we meet again, take care, stay safe, and may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Amen.